This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Today's podcast is a milestone for Two Guys in a River. It's podcast 52. That means we have been doing this for a year. One podcast every week for the last year. Can you believe it, Dave? I cannot. I cannot believe how fast the time has gone. It's like raising kids. You look back and go, wow, time has really flown. (laughs) So true. So true. You know, in the moment, it seems like it's... uh, taken forever right but then you get to the end of it and you say wow that went by really quickly well it's a lot of work to put it together every week and uh, to put together a podcast but you know once you get into a rhythm it's amazing how fast the time goes that's and, really uh, true we, we've had a great time yeah, with it's it it's been a lot of fun and what we want to do today is uh, just reminisce a little bit uh, doing this podcast for the last year has provided a lot of lessons and insights about life and fly fishing and so uh, we just want to reminisce about uh, some of those lessons insights or, or things that we've observed as we've done this. So, uh, Dave, start us off. Well, the first, I think, is the importance of safety. Steve wrote a post uh, called The Ten Commandments of Waiting that in our little world went viral. And um, it didn't go viral like two million views. But um, I cannot believe how many shares on Facebook, how many comments on Facebook. Like a thousand plus likes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And it just reinforced again uh, the importance of safety and how dangerous it is in terms of waiting. Yeah. And one of the comments that really hit me, and I wasn't sure exactly what happened at the end uh, of his comment, but he talked about his brother uh, not being able to fly fish with him anymore because of some accident. So I wasn't sure if he was yeah. injured or if he actually died wow, or drowned. Wow, no, that was, that was really moving, wasn't it? Also, I think when you put the Ten Commandments out there, there were so many other great tips uh, that fly fishers added. And um, it's really a, it's a large topic, and there's a lot of nuance to it. And uh, if you haven't read that piece, go, go around and dig for it on our site or on the, our Facebook page. But I was just struck about how emo- how much emotion is around yeah. the topic of safety. Yeah, you're you're right. It really did really did seem to strike a nerve. I think something else as I reflect on the last year is that doing this podcast has made me a better fly fisher. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you noticed, Dave? Yeah. That no, not I'm, so much. Now I'm uh, out catching you three to one instead of two to one. Oh, man. Well, at least, at least I can claim to be more informed. You know, seriously, we have picked up a lot of tips from our listeners. There's a lot of wisdom out there, and uh, we're really impressed. We've got a lot of smart people uh, reading this our, our pieces and listening to the podcast. Yeah, there, and there's a lot of experience. I just think every time someone posts uh, to the blog or posts uh, on Facebook, I learn something new. And I'm thinking, man, there is so much to know in the field yeah, of fly fishing. There really is. And you made an observation a while ago, Dave, when we were talking about this, that that the, the people who are really in the know are the guides. Yeah, they're the experts. Yep. The, the they're one. not the fly fishing pundits. They're not the industry. The people who really really know um, and our experts are the guides and 
every guide is local, right? Yeah. So expertise is local that's based right. on the waters. Yep. And, that's very um, true. And yeah, that's a really important point. I would say yeah. the next thing uh, for me is I was I have been struck once again how complicated fly fishing really is and how hard it is to really get started. The last year, there have been two people I know who have really decided to get into fly fishing. One um, is uh, a woman who works for me. Her husband um, asked about it. I don't know how how much he's gotten into it, but just his questions again and just my sense of his being overwhelmed with all there is to know and yeah. what to do first. The second was my uh, is my nephew, uh, Stephen, who um, is a great, great kid, and he's working on his graduate degree right now. And I have not been a good mentor to him. Uh, I wish I could take him out fly fishing more. Um, and I wish... I just, his questions are just unbelievably basic, but so pertinent, and they're yeah. not highly nuanced. Yeah, like where to go and what fly rod to buy, and just these basic things. You realize fly fishing really is something where you almost need to be mentored. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned. Really, you mentored me. Um, I was mentored by another guy um, who I actually helped start fly fishing, help yeah. get into, into fly fishing. He yeah. quickly became better than I was and then really helped me grow. So fly fishing is so complicated. I guess that's one of the things that just struck me about uh, doing this podcast for a year is the complexity of it. And yeah. it seems like it's growing increasingly complex. And somehow yeah. the average fly fisher, the average Joe and Jane fly fisher needs to move to simplicity and mm-hmm. just do some basic things so that you can enjoy the sport as opposed to being overwhelmed by it. That's a great point. Point. Great point, Dave. You know, something else I've noticed too as we've done our, our podcast is, is just the, I think, just the slow, steady approach. You know, remember early on when we were kind of researching and, and looking at different podcasts, we'd Google, you know, fly fishing podcasts and we'd jump on a lot of sites. And I was I was really struck with how how most of them, with, with just a couple exceptions, most of them had maybe half dozen episodes and then it was apparent that they had quit. Yeah, it's easy to get started, and it's hard to build and sustain uh, content over a long period of time. One, you know, you have to kind of make the trains run on time, right? You have to do it every week, or if you have to, Mm -hmm. your model is every other week, and um, and so it's easy to get started in podcasting. It's really Mm -hmm. hard to deliver it week in and week out, and and you you and I have certainly found that to be true. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I would say the only reason you and I are able to do it is because uh, we have two different skill sets. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. um, obviously, you're driving the editorial and the content side. I drive more of the operations and the actual marketing and distri- social distribution and the actual editing of the podcast. The two different skill sets enable us to do it. I, I yeah. could not do this on my own. No, no, and I, I couldn't either. It's, it's been fun to work as a team. Yeah, it's been good. You know, something else I've noticed, too, is we've we've tried to, uh, you know, curate a lot of pieces that, we'll, that Dave will uh, uh, kind of highlight on on Twitter, uh, I've been struck by how much good stuff there is on the internet. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I remember a few weeks ago, just kind of, I had been on the Winston's, you know, Winston Rod's website a number of times, but it was really the first time that I, I looked at their instructional videos and they have a whole series of fantastic casting videos by Joan Wolf. And those are very well done, very helpful. And you just multiply that. I mean, all of the, uh, you know, it's, it's major, uh, you know, fly fishing companies, you know, Orvis and, 
and, and others. But then, you know, some of the fly fishing shops have outstanding websites, great information, and uh, that there really is a lot of stuff. I mean, even, you know, casting, fly tying, uh, you can tying knots, you can see all this stuff demonstrated on YouTube videos that, that you'll, you'll find links to on these, uh, on these websites. Yeah, I, and that reminds me, I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, but there was this Orvis article on the nuance of fishing small creeks. So I have fished small creeks my entire life, and a good you know, half of the points that the author mentioned, I'd really not thought of before. And yeah. I just thought, wow, there's just terrific, terrific ideas uh, out there on the internet. Great content. And, and yeah. the reason why is that all these brands know that you can't just sell stuff, right? You have to, and so it, content yep. marketing has become a big piece of uh, marketing over the last few years. Mm-hmm. It's actually one of the things my firm does. And, um, and so content marketing is, that's why you go to a, a brand like Winston, you get great instructional videos, even mm-hmm. though they're selling fly rods. Right. And uh, so it's a great time to be a fly fisher. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. What else, Dave? What else have you learned or observed over this last year? Well, that actually leads to the, my next point, which is you know how cluttered the space is. <laughs> yeah. And every industry is tends to be mature, but the fly fishing industry is just packed with thought leaders. And now you have the aging thought leaders that are going off the scene, and the new ones who are coming on to scene. You have fly fishing personalities, and and so we have all these brands you have all the fly rod brands and the product brands it's just exploding almost to the point where um the way you choose a product uh is really through a referral because if you try to look at look at it yourself and just do it yourself and by through research it's impossible yeah and and yet the market's small that's the amazing thing do you remember what gary borger told us yeah it's under a billion dollars yeah which which is a tiny tiny market right compared to just you know the general bass right yeah fishing in general i think is like eight to ten billion or something like that but the fly fishing is just a sliver of that and it is a small industry and yet it's so cluttered with brands uh, right. and products. Yep. You know, something else I've I've uh, noticed, and, and I fretted about this early on, was, uh, you know, whether or not we'd be able to uh, come up with, you know, after the first 10 podcasts or the first 10 pieces, like, well, now what are we going to say? What are we going to write about? Uh, I've been struck by how the topics are endless. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, you know, we just haven't run out of things to write and talk about even after 52 weeks. The other thing is that, you know, you just recently fished in Michigan. You wrote about that in a post on... Uh, uh, have fly what was the name of it have fly rod will time travel right have yeah. fly rod will time travel yeah. but every time you go to a new locale and fish there's it's there's so much nuance to the fishing in that area and so it just raises a whole host of topics and so yeah there is almost yeah. an endless supply of topics on that's fly really fishing. true and I think I'm still trying to figure out too in writing some of these pieces. They, you know, sometimes it's the how-to pieces that really strike a chord, and we'll have six reasons or five things or, you know, seven flies or whatever it happens to be. And yet, there's also that side where we try to like to we like to bring a little bit more reflective, more of a literary. And and honestly, some of the things that I think have been the best things I've written haven't gotten as much traffic. And then I'll put something else out there that that's well thought out but it's like well this is certainly not the best piece of writing and boom it's uh there's a lot of traffic so it reminds me too that there are different 
topics, different issues that really uh, grab a hold of listeners or readers, at least at certain points. Certain well, I think times. that what actually really works about two guys is having both a podcast and the blog. Right. Um, it kind of surprised me. There's just not a large group of people who actually p- listen to podcasts. And yeah. um, and I think at 52 weeks, we're now approaching, what, a thousand uh, feed subscribers mm-hmm. to the podcast. Yeah. And um, and yet, you know, the, the blogs get read um i mean there's just a lot of traffic on the blog so sure um i think both the content and the, and mm-hmm. the audio is is a nice combination some of that may be due as well to the demographic i mean i've i've looked at trout unlimited's trout magazine's demographic and it's uh you know it's pretty much the the early 50s uh male i mean that that's that's kind of if, if that's your audience then that that kind of explains why the podcast are not as popular uh with with that age demographic but the, the written pieces are well one other uh really important lesson for me over the last year was just realizing how important public access is and obviously there are more people fly fishing than ever right. i don't know if the per capita rate is different than it was 20 30 years ago but just because the population's larger there are more people fly fishing mm-hmm. there's a lot of pressure yeah um you and i have fished out in montana late july in kind of mid-august people are on vacation and you know when you see it's elbow to elbow on the gallatin or yep. you see all the drift boats on the madison some days for me i get a little discouraged yeah and yeah. uh but it's amazing on the other hand how much river is out there and yeah, streams really and, and, and it, which then goes to the point which is public access is so important and i think yeah. increasingly will be Im- important as well so i think if you're going to advocate for anything if you're just an average uh joe and jane fly fisher like steve and i are steve's jane and i'm joe but um <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke um but if you're just an average fly fisher like we are um, and you want to advocate for something and be an advocate for um, an issue, I think conservation of public access is a really good a good topic and a good um, issue to really get excited about. That's a good point, Dave. I think for me, maybe the, maybe the biggest takeaway after... You know, this past year has been that, that doing the podcast has really clarified why I love fly fishing. I huh. mean, I, I knew going into it, but I think it's maybe it's clarified or crystallized that in my mind. And I realize first and foremost, it's about catching fish. Absolutely. You know, I, I could pursue other kinds of outdoor activities. I've dabbled with photography before, and I've, I've done a little bit of uh, hiking and backpacking. But you know what? Unless there's a uh, catching fish involved that's uh, uh yeah that, that's really what i i love to do but you know there are some other pieces to it there's the the history side of it and you, you mentioned that post that i wrote about uh f- you know the the half fly rod will time travel and and even even uh getting to fish on uh, an ensemble river boat in northern michigan that was really uh, cool you know we caught a bunch of brookies that day nothing uh, outstanding but 
But wow, just just getting to ride in that boat and just hearing the history of it. And I, I think of the times we fished where uh, Lewis and Clark have, uh, you know, were, were on their expeditions or or where the Ringling Brothers would, you know, take their circus equipment every year where they filmed parts of a river runs through it. And I don't know, there's something about that history side of it. I, I think writing some of these articles has made me appreciate that uh, piece of yeah, it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I think, too, the relational part of it. I mean, getting to do this with you, that's been a real uh, uh, treat. And and I, it just made me realize, too, that the joy that I get in fishing with you, fishing with my family, uh, just some of the new friends we've connected with, some of the people that have commented on our uh, podcast, and, and even getting to interview guys like uh, Gary Borger and uh, developing a, a new relationship with him. That's been, uh, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, I have one final. All right. Okay. But before that, I want to give you one other final. So okay. the final before the final is, okay, so here's one thing I'm struck by is how many pictures of fish are out on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook? I mean, how many pictures of different ways to show trout? Mm -hmm. Like one of them cracked me up where they're looking down the trout like they are looking down like the barrel (laughs) of a rifle. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, it's it cracks me up. (laughs) Um, You know, Instagram is wonderful and we should probably post more on Instagram than we do, but it's, it's hard to, it's hard to compete with that. Yeah. Um, frankly, I mean, that's true. and how many more pictures of fish do you really want to see? Yeah. Yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> so, uh, so that's one thing that really okay. hit me over the last year is we've uh, done more research <laughs> and you know, gotten on Twitter and Instagram and it's like, oh my gosh, I mean, how many pictures of big brown trout can you yep. actually, you know, yep. but it's Good amazing point. how each one is interesting in its own right. And, that's uh, true. You know, I wish I would have caught all those. Yeah. But, uh, Good point. So uh, lots of picks out there of fish. Okay, so one final, <laughs> one final observation from the last year is, uh, really, how much better of a fly fisher I am than you are? I mean, I realize not so good point. <laughs> Yeah, I realized I was good, but this last year really enforced how wonderful I really am. Oh, well. Actually, that's not true. I'm so proud of you, Dave. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I tell you what, oh, I'm, you know, Steve was first to get into fly fishing and through the years has always been uh, a mentor of sorts to me. I always try to follow what he's doing. And when I have a day when I'm actually catching more than he is, there's nothing more satisfying. You, let, you let me know. Don't Absolutely. You? I said, how you do this afternoon? Oh, man. Well, you know, the genius of what we do is we we both honestly we both feel like veteran beginners Ooh, that's a nice way to say yeah we're veteran beginners and we're going to continue to learn and grow and uh it's it's been a great ride so dave here's the big question though drum roll do you want to keep doing this (laughs) absolutely you know we have day jobs So we are not professionals in the sense of, uh, you know, we're not highly paid for what we do. No, (laughs) Or paid at all in this moment. Um, We're just two guys in a river. (laughs) We're just two guys in a river. That's really corny. You know, actually, I had a client. And that was your idea. (laughs) Yeah, it was. I had a client out in New York who's in the uh, wealth management space, and he latched onto this. And he's not a fly fisher. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know... (laughs) You know, went to Harvard and, you know, it's kind of that blue Eastern blue blood perspective. And he said, you know, I kind of like your podcast. I turn it on in the mornings and leave it run while I'm doing some work. He said, you know, I have to tell you, it's kind of (laughs) corny. 
<laughs> oh, that's great. I took that as a compliment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and you know what? That reminds me. One other, one other uh, good friend of, of ours has told us a couple times that that he's, uh, you know, he's wept even as he's listened to some of our podcasts. And it's, it's not the ones on, you know, the the more how to ones, but it's some of the ones where we've reflected a little bit on life, and and uh, that that makes us happy. You know, we're glad to, you know, help people. You know, think about life even through the the lens of fly fishing. Well, and the other thing is, I think we've also had some posts from men, mostly. Uh, I don't think there are any women who posted as uh, as old as these are, but 75 years old and still fly fishing. Yeah. And that just makes me happy. Oh, I know. That is so true. In fact, uh, that brings us to uh, this segment of our podcast that we call Great Stuff for Listeners. And and I, I pulled this out, Dave. You didn't know this, but I, I thought this is a fitting item for our, our one-year anniversary of podcasts. And it was a comment on uh, your post, Fly Fishing at the End of Days. And this is Richard. Here, here's his response. He says, I'm 80. Everything above in Dave's article is so true. The shadows grow longer and darker, but I'll never give up as long as I can find some kind of soul to tie a fly on for me. Wow, that's a spirit, isn't wow, it? Wow, sure is. That's yep. why we fly fish. That's right. right. That's why we do this podcast. At the end of days, we want yep. to be still tying on a fly or at least trying to you bet. trying to tie out a fly. <laughs> that, that's right. You have to help me. My, it might my be a vision size six is, streamer. <laughs> man, no kidding. I'm going to need a huge ring to, to tie any tippet material on oh, to. That's awesome. Well, hey, that's going to do it for today. As we head into another year of podcasting, we'd love to hear any topics you'd like us to cover. So please let us know by going to twoguysinariver.com and commenting on this podcast link. What would you like us to discuss in an upcoming podcast? You can find Two Guys in a River on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast feed on your mobile phone or tablet. Each week we publish a new episode of the podcast and a new article. And many listeners to our podcast use podcasts as their uh, mobile app for the for the podcast and you can find that app in your app store wow how many times can you say podcast i think we should do it again so we can say it five or six more times yeah we'll do it next time podcast podcast <laughs> and app store that's right well hey thanks again for listening i'm steve matthewson and i'm dave getz until next time we are two guys in a river for the love of fly fishing mm-hmm.